This is Business Savvy Mama, episode number 39. Five questions with mom entrepreneur Nicole Simonin of Shape It Up. Welcome to Business Savvy Mama. I'm your host, two-time mom and two-time entrepreneur Christy Lingo. I'm here to help you find your happy as you juggle all the things that come with life as a mom and a mom entrepreneur. In each episode, you'll find actionable steps to help you manage your time, work productively, and create a healthy and joyful mindset around working from home while parenting. And you'll hear inspiration from other mom entrepreneurs about where they thrive and where they survive in their efforts to balance work and home life. I'm so glad you've joined me today. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back. It's Thursday and Thursdays here on the Business Savvy Mama podcast mean that we have five questions with a mom entrepreneur. And my guest today is Nicole Simonin from Shape It Up. Nicole is a health and fitness coach, and we have been friends since a little YouTube thing that we did a couple of years back. I think actually in my Facebook stories, I saw it was about three years ago. So we met that way and we've just kind of connected online over the course of the last three years. So welcome, Nicole. It's nice to see you as always. Thank you so much for having me, Christy. Yeah, I think it was, we did a, um, every day in August, we did a video or something like that, which was nuts. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah. It was a a lot of work, but I think it set us up for success because we're both doing okay now. (laughs) I think it did. Yeah. It definitely pushed it to your limits to see what you could produce in 30, you know, every day. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of, of work. So, but we're going to get more into what you do at shape it up. And I, I just love it because I am also a woman over 40. So uh, I think that is inspiring for any of us moms out there that are sort of in that fourth decade. But first I want to know a little bit more about you personally, your family, where you live, that kind of thing. Well, I grew up in a small, small town in South Jersey, and I swore I would never live here again. (laughs) Um, Moved away for years and came back and met my husband. I was actually on my way to move to New York City. And I met my husband and been here ever since. And I love where we live. It's not too far from my hometown. And I have two children who are both teenagers. One is, my oldest is 15, my son, and my daughter is 13. And you've been in business pretty much since they were really young, right? Because you've been doing this for a while. Yeah, um, that actually is how I started Shape It Up because I, I was a former professional ballet dancer for a number of years. And then when I came back, I decided to go into physical therapy. Then I got married, I got pregnant, and I kept telling everybody at the PT place, I'm like, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. And then I had my son and I was like, mm, I'm not coming back. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. And then I started to shape it up just because I, I kind of was looking, I was very um, kind of closed off. I felt like when I had my kids and I didn't have a lot of interaction, especially because where I live, I live out in the country. So it's not like I live in a, uh, like a community development where people are walking all, you know, sidewalks, that kind of thing. So I started shape it up and it was kind of an outlet to really reach out tap into my adult side, meaning like I was kind of over listening to Sesame Street and, <laughs> um, and then just interacting with other human beings that were going through the same thing. I started Mommy and Me Boot Camps. I love that. I, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. I, I think that that's a perfect example of you needed a community, so you created it. And bonus, you made money off of it when you, when you created right. that community. That's amazing. 
So getting into Shape It Up, what is it that you do exactly and why did you choose it? So when I was working as a physical therapist assistant, I always had wanted to get my personal training certification. Um, I had knew, known a trainer before and I'd always been fascinated by how the body moved um, and how it, you know, in ballet, how it worked. And so as I was going through getting my degree, I got my personal training certification. And then as I was working as a PTA, there was one business that they had a PT side and then they had a gym and they were combined. And I would do PTA on one side and then I would do personal training on the other side. And eventually I started running the gym side. And then I got married, had my son. And um, I absolutely loved, I love physical therapy, but I loved the personal training aspect. I loved taking people and kind of giving them their dream body that they wanted. It was so cool that you could just change some things and, and you know, there your results are. And you work with pretty specific population now, right? I do. It's funny, when I first started Shape It Up, I actually did online training um, and it was horrific. The technology was <laughs> horrible because this was 14 years ago. Right. And um, now I've kind of come full circle where I am helping women over 40 lose weight for the last time. And I am in my 40s and I'm actually, my birthday is coming up. Um, well, this recording, my birthday will probably have been way past, but <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely past the uh, midsection of 40. So it's interesting because, you know, as your body changes and as you get out of that, you know, constant mom mode, like, cause my kids are now teenagers. They don't necessarily need me every second of the day. So it's interesting to see how the transition, but yes, I deal, we, I work online with uh, women over 40, you get nutrition, you get a fitness workouts, all customized, whatever they want. And the most important that. part is mindset. Mm-hmm. Getting your mind straight. Huge. That is something that has been a really big focus for me in all aspects of my life for the last year. And it's like I never noticed that word anywhere or heard anything about it. And then just all of a sudden, I feel like it's everywhere, but for good reason, because I feel like when you can get your mind in the right place, whether it is about your time, whether it's about your business, whether it's about your diet or your exercise, when you can you can like reason things out in your brain, you can make that change that you have been struggling with. Yeah. And I think as moms, we tend to go, especially when the kids are younger, we go into mom mode where that is top priority. And I think it should be in my opinion, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't, I think it's like things happen so quickly. You're not really kind of diving into what you need and your mental you know, health basically. And I think once we get, depending on, of course, what time, when you had your kids, but I think as you get older, like I had kids later in life, but 40 was really the tipping point of where I was like, Hmm, this is interesting. Like, why do I think this way? Yeah. I think the, my doctor just told me when I had my physical recently, she was like, yeah, you're, you have a 40 body now. So you need to, you need to eat and exercise like a 40 year old. And I was like, I kind of know what you're talking about. All right. So my next question for you is what is your greatest strength when it comes to running a business or being a business owner? I would say even from the beginning, I just kind of, I'm very creative person. Like I'm very artsy. Um, I know you and I have similar theater background type yeah. thing. I love doing like, like Canva is my jam. I could spend all day on Canva and just make <laughs> thumbnails, which is not very effective <laughs> for your business. But um, like, I love that creative side. And I'm always curious about how to do things better. 
And I like to take huge leaps. Um, I know 2020 has definitely been like my biggest year for huge leaps. I just kind of get in there. And if it kind of scares me, I feel like I know I'm doing something right. Yeah. Oh, that is so, so true. And I love that you've embraced this as a year for positive change and moving forward, because I know that a lot of people feel a little intimidated or like a little set back by it, but I love that you've just grabbed the bull by the horns and you're like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take a bunch of leaps and see where that gets me. And clearly it is getting you to go big places. So everybody has strengths, but then everybody always has things that they're working on. So when it comes to entrepreneurship, where is an area that you are working on growing? I think because I've been doing this for 14 years, I have made all the mistakes <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes twice. Um, and I think just from the experience of, cause when I started, I don't have a business degree. I don't like, I mean, we're talking like ballet arts. Do you know what I mean? Like a creative side. We, we people tend not to be so business savvy. <laughs> Um, we're kind of like dreamers and, but through the process of the 14 years, I've just seen such growth in myself because, you know, you, you kind of have to learn and fall on your face quite a few times. As long as you keep picking yourself up more times than you're falling, you're doing good. Um, so I feel like my business skills are down, like, like I've got them down, like I've got them honed in, especially like again, 2020 has been the year that I'm really focusing on um, what I'm doing in my business and what's going to produce the, the best results. And I think now is the time that I'm just going to add gasoline to the fire and just go for big leaps, go for big things that I never even thought, like things that were never even on my radar that I'm going for. Just taking those leaps, like, like don't be scared to, to go after things because you could fail. And I think this is what holds most people back from even starting a business is they're afraid they're going to fail. But my philosophy is, is like, you know, we have this one life to live. Mm -hmm. And if you look back 10 years from now and be like, Oh, I wish I had started that business or I wish I had gotten a coach to help me, that kind of thing. Um, I, I don't, I don't like living in regret. I want to go for it. And I fall on my face. I fall on my face. Yep. I think that's so true because again, when you're kind of looking at people that are successful, you know, if you're looking at social media or you're in these networking groups or things like that, people don't like to talk about the fact that it, it is hard or that they have failed a lot because I'm right there with you. I have made lots of mistakes. I have made, done things where I've spent a lot of time on them and they haven't worked. And that's just part of it. So while you may not see people aren't out there being like, I failed, look at me. You know, you're seeing the good stuff that I love that you're, the honesty about that, but, the, but being able to move past your fear, that is definitely a growth point. That's going to get you to go places more, more so than you already have. <laughs> so my fourth question for you is if you were to start your business over again today, what lesson that you've learned or piece of advice would you give yourself? I am a very strong headed person. <laughs> like I think I know how to do everything. And it's that Jersey girl in you. It, it must be, I think. <laughs> but um, I think taking a step back, like getting a coach, I think is so valuable. Like I have a coach now and I've been working with them for about a year and I have done marketing things in the past where I would go half in. 
you know, like, and I know there's a bunch of programs that are out there, but like really kind of going all in and giving it a hundred percent of whatever. Cause I mean, I am sure just like when you buy a treadmill, most people, it turns into their thing where they hang their clothes on and the dust <laughs> gathers. You've been in my parents' basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing with like business programs that you try or business, you know, whatever you're buying, you know, they kind of collect dust on our computer or we dabble in it a little bit, but you know, pick somebody who resonates with you and get a coach, somebody that has been through what you're trying to go through and be open to their suggestions and be open to what they're saying and really go all in and follow through. Like almost, I don't want to say leap, like jump in blindly, but you almost have to take that leap of faith. Um, and that just remind me, you're, I love that saying, take a leap of faith and the net will appear. Yep, leap and the net will appear. That is my life motto. And I think that you are so right. I was seven years into my 10 years as a professional organizer before I hired my first coach. And it was this aha moment because especially if you are working by yourself, you don't have somebody sort of looking over your shoulder and being like, listen, stop throwing your energy at 16 different things and pick two or something like that. And yeah. when you do that, you start to see such exponential growth. And sometimes that outside eye, because businesses are like another child. It's like another baby and we're very precious with them. And we think that the ideas that we have are amazing, but then we don't understand why people aren't picking up on them. And it's not because they're not a good idea. It's because we don't, we aren't, you know, focusing our time and energy into promoting them or, you know, we're, we're not trying it long enough or anything like that. And that's what that coach can do for you. So I think that that is such a key piece of advice, especially if you're just starting a business, you know, this time around, I I got into a mastermind and hired coaches from the get-go before I even like had a Facebook page. I had a coach and a mastermind because I knew that that was something that I would need to get good footing from, from the beginning. So I think that's a great piece of advice. So my final question for you today is what is your best piece of advice for balancing home life and work life or making sure that you get plenty of quality family time in? Uh, I know a lot of people talk about balance and I think that that's a nice thing to think of, but I do think that balance tips a lot. So like there's going to be times when you're working a little bit more on your business. There's going to be times you're, you're devoting to family time. Um, I think as long as you have your, your hands in each of it, it's going to be helpful, but a calendar yeah. <laughs> and scheduling because um, like, and I still like, I have it down a lot better. I, there's definitely room for improvement. But putting it on a calendar and kind and honoring your commitments to yourself and honoring your commitment to your family time or whatever you've set on that calendar. And there's a lot of people that probably feel that that's very restrictive because at nine o'clock I have to do this, but the problem comes in. And this is where like my business with fitness and stuff is at nine o'clock. If you say you're going to sit down and write a blog post or whatever, your brain is immediately going to be like, I don't want to do it at nine. I want to do it later. I want to do it tomorrow. And really kind of tapping into the other end of your brain, which is the one where all your dreams are and being like, okay, I'm going to honor my commitment to this and I'm going to stick to my schedule. And the other beautiful thing is, is when you stick to your schedule, you get everything done. Like before um, in my business, I would kind of like wing it, you know, throughout the day. And then you look at the end of the week and you're like, well, oh shoot, I didn't put that say blog post out. And if you had blocked it on your calendar and did at the time you said you were going to do it, it would have been done. And now you're like 
feeling overwhelmed and all that stuff. But I also think scheduling in free time is important too and making sure that that's almost blocked first because what happens is, is once you start blocking, you know, you pick your priorities of how you want your life. We all have 24 hours in the day. If somebody has more, let me know. I want to talk to you. <laughs> but <laughs> so we get to decide how we choose to use our time. You know, it's not like, um, like the biggest excuse for working out is, is I don't have time. You do have time. You're just not making it a priority or you're not fitting it into your schedule how you need to. Yeah, I think that all of those things that we just round to it, you know, we, uh, I'll get around to family time or I'll get around to working out. If, if they're truly a priority, I totally agree. Get them on the schedule first and then work your work in around. And then that's again, where a coach can say to you, okay, you're working six hours a day and you feel like you're not getting anywhere. And you feel like you aren't, that you have to eat into your family time or your workout time or your personal time or your self-care time. That's where a coach can say like, you need to cut X, Y, and Z out because if you just focus on A, B, and C, you're going to get your family time. You're going to get your workout in. You're going to get your self-care in and you're going to be able to feel more present and not be thinking about work and your business will continue to grow. So I think that that is a great tip. Get those things on the calendar. Do that. Do your workouts, right? Do your workouts exactly. and your family care <laughs> first and then work those other important work priorities in around them. I think that that is just a really great tip. And from somebody who's a pro, I mean, she's been around it and doing this for a very long time. So well, it has been so great to catch up with you. And if anybody is interested in your programs or connecting with you online or on social media, where can they find you? You can find me at shapeitupfitness.com. Everything is there. <laughs> Excellent. And of course, we will have links to Nicole. And oh, we, we, I would be remiss not to mention you did a TED Talk. Like this is a big deal, right? Yes, I it was so much fun. It was so exciting. <laughs> it is that's a huge deal and you need to make sure you are blasting that out to the world. So we will have links to Nicole's TED Talk, we'll have links to all of her social media and her website in our show notes which are available at businesssavvymama.com/podcast. Just look for the episode Nicole Simonin. Nicole, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Christy. Hey, are you tired of spinning your wheels, of working long hours but never getting ahead, or maybe feeling like everything is two steps forward and one step back? I get it. That's why I've created Your Priority Recipe. It's a free, downloadable system with all the ingredients you need to help determine your urgent and important tasks, the things you need to do for your work, home, family, and self. And when those urgent and important tasks are done, you'll have time, space, and brain power for those other tasks and to spend plenty of quality time with your family. To grab your free priority recipe system and my trim your to-do list flowchart, you know, just in case you aren't super clear on what your priorities truly are, visit priorities.businesssavvymama.com. That's priorities.businesssavvymama.com to pick up your free priority recipe today. Thanks for listening and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the episodes I have for you to help you find your happiest mom entrepreneur life.